Welcome to episode 147 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I am your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren Sklar, is here. How are you doing, Warren? Good. I think I missed you last week. Uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. What was that? Oh, yeah, my, the dog I was just talking about. Right, to, right. Uh, Take an emergency vet trip that took way too long for way too little of an issue. So well, you're, <clears throat> that was that. you're back. Good to be back. Good, good to have you back. And then uh, returning to our show is Mr. Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing good, David. Thanks so much for yeah, having thanks me. Thanks for being here. And uh, we did uh, do uh, for, Mac, for Mac Eyes Only earlier uh, this week on Tuesday, our Reaction Time episode. Uh, and I simulcast that in our stream uh, this week. So you're getting two shows this week. Uh, uh, you're going to get some more insights of what's going on, what went on with the, uh, the after event. And then you got to enjoy the other uh, episode uh, earlier this week and of us reacting and me going, ooh and ah, when that M1 processor ended up in the uh, the iPad Pro, and we'll get to that just a bit here. So, well, but let's not waste any time here. We got lots uh, to talk about here. So, uh, as as I said, the Apple event is going to be is here. It was here, and we'll 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 we'll, we'll not rehash everything, but we'll give us some of your good some good insights here. But I have a couple new stories I want to touch on real quick here. Um, we touched upon this, I think, a little bit in one of the other shows we were, we've been on, Chuck. Um, Apple's trading partner, Fubio, has been reportedly uh, faced an alarming uptick in complaints. Uh, this is on Mac Rumors. Apple has placed increased emphasis on uh, device trade-ins in the last few years. And I must say, their pricing has been you know, pretty incredible. Uh, but the company has largely, has largely relied on third-party partners for its trade-in program, including this Atlanta-based outfit called, I believe it's a pronounced Fubio in the United States. Um, and many customers have been satisfied. Me as one of them, I trade a couple things in and, um, it was reported that, uh, there was a quote unquote alarming uptick of online complaints about Phobio in the last few months. Uh, appearing that, that, uh, the, the common thing, a MacBook or an iPhone that appeared to be in perfect working order, but only the device to have unexplained issue after being mailed in for, to them for inspection. I think the particular one was, uh, they said that, it, uh, a, uh, a MacBook uh, had had been perfectly fine, and then they said it had damage. And I think an iPad had some specs on the screen, which you probably would never see, and they they rejected it. Um, Chuck, what do you think? I, I I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not too keen to thinking this is much of a big deal, but uh, you know, it's always good to be aware of it. Yeah, I've done several things through Fobio, the trade-ins, mm-hmm. and it worked exactly as advertised. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, this is one of those things that. I mean, I take nothing away from the people that had issues, but I'd love to see some percentages you know, as far as how many devices were traded in versus how many had problems. And I just, I have to, I would have to ask that question. Um, in fact, in fact, the funny thing is I was just looking at uh, trading in something else today and I would not have any hesitancy about doing it since I've had such positive experiences. You know what? It's like going to a restaurant. If you get one bad meal the first time you go to a restaurant, you don't go back. If it's the fifth time you've been into a restaurant, you might not go right. back. So that that's, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for the folks that have had these issues. You'd like to know a little more of the background, but I'm not prepared to to condemn. All I can do is provide my experience, and it's been very positive. Yeah, me too. And, uh, Warren, you've had experience with these guys in, in trade-ins? I mean, Apple has a few of them, and I don't know. Do they actually tell you who, which one they're dealing with at that point? They usually do, and it, it's most, uh, 
of all the ones I've done in the last uh, least year or two, it's been Fobio. Okay. I, I remember doing a couple of trade-ins, but I don't remember yeah. seeing a specific vendor other than Apple on receipts. But um, so I don't know where it went, to be honest with you. Um, I've done a few trade-ins with Apple uh, in yeah. general and never had a problem. I have dealt with uh, places where online things where they said it was in worse shape than I thought it was. Yeah. But, you know, we worked it out. Um, you know, it's. I think at worst, they send it back to you. Uh, the story says, right. you know, they won't no try because they don't like it. But I think some people are saying their computers came back in worse condition than when they sent it, which is, you know, kind of a he said, she said kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I would just basically agree with Chuck. I mean, you know, I think Apple will keep an eye on it, but I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, I had a family member that had a, we tra she traded in a, an iPhone 8 and I hadn't realized, I guess the, the camera had stopped working. So they, they did an inspection and they promised $120, but then they came back and says, no, we found the camera is not work in working order. So they dropped it to $30. And for them, they're wasting time, send it back. I'll take the $30 and move on because the phone pretty much is, you know, worthless at this point unless i want to put any money into it to repair the, the camera so so we move on but that was fair i mean if i didn't want it they would have used they would have uh happily just just shipped the cat the phone back without with no charge so um but just buyer beware just be aware that, that when you're trading things in to make sure that you're uh aware of what the the, the, the condition is before you send before you send it in you know, David, I think that's a great point and and i don't want to skip over no, it too no. much you know maybe if if you have concerns about something, you know, takes, I mean, you've got an iPhone somewhere. So take some really good pictures, some high quality mm -hmm. pictures of everything. Test the basic functionality. I mean, because all of them ask that, those same questions, you know, does it work? Does it have any issues? One, two, three, right. four. And you can't check everything, but check the basic things and be honest with them. Because, you know, if you're honest, then you have your expectations that they have theirs. I've had a couple things not with Phobio, but where I felt like, okay, there's some moderate wear on the keyboard and all, and I put that down. And then I turn around and I, they actually send me more than what I was originally yeah. quoted because they were they were evaluating it less harshly than I was. But I would document the daylights out of anything if you have concerns. If you do have concerns, absolutely. So, all right, let's move on to one last story here. And this is actually the post, post event here. Uh, uh, Greg Drowziak, who's the uh, is uh, the leader of uh, marketing uh, from Apple, um, said today uh, and was asked. It was he was actually interviewed. Um, uh, I believe it was today as we record this. Um, of course, they introduced the, the the iPads, and we'll talk about that in a minute in the Macs. Uh, and um, people are asking. One of the questions was asked of him was the fact that you know now the use of the M1 chip that's going to be in, in in the new iPad is led to speculation whether they're going to be merging the iPad and, and Mac lineups. And, uh, and he uh, flat out pretty much said, absolutely not. And we're, we're, they're trying to make the best products in their respective categories. Um, Chuck, we've, we've always had this debate, you know, whether, you know, is, is this an iPad? Do you use your iPad as your primary device? Is it, can they run Mac OS? I know we were talking about this on Mac Voices Live, but uh, Jim Ray was saying, well, I, I want Mac OS on an iPad. Um, do you think it's going to happen? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of skeptical. 
I don't know. I, you know, I'm ready to slap somebody <laughs> about bringing this up constantly. I really, it really I, is. I guess you, you're catching me at the end of a busy week, and maybe I'm getting grumpy no, or something. No. But it's like, would you please, would you people please just evaluate the products as yeah. they are and stop wishing for, you know, yes, I would like a transporter and I would like, you know, a Ferrari. It's not going to happen. So for heaven's sake, you know, just take these, evaluate them for what they are. If you have criticisms of them or if you have wish lists, that's fine. But, you know, and, and I mean, what do they expect? They expect to get Jaws in, in a room somewhere and say, you know, well, secretly, yeah, we're planning to merge, but yeah. we're not telling anybody. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, on. Yeah. You know, th- why would you, first of all, why would you telegraph the information to your competitors? Second, why would you telegraph it to your audience? Because all they're going to do is say, well, then get it done now. I want it now. I want it now. You know, so just take the machines as they are. Yeah. Beyond that, I mean, it it would seem logical that at some point, a lot of the a lot of the uh, the capabilities carry over. Right. But for right now, I, they've said no, so it's no until they say yes. Yeah. Warren, any thoughts on this? Um, Apple's going to want to have as many devices in front of your head as right. possible, and they're not going to want to merge their their products to you know to. Right now, they're product line is selling their Macs are selling their uh, iPads are selling their phones are selling the watches are selling and these glasses that you'll put on your face will sell. So everything they strapped to your body is selling. So maybe when one of those categories dies out, you know, maybe if like the tablet becomes less popular for whatever reason, they'll start considering merging them together. But right now they're all making money. So yeah. I'm sure they're, they're trying not to do that. Yeah. No, I, I- that's a great, that's a great point, point, Warren. And, you know, Apple has never been afraid of cannibalizing their market for another market as long as they're in that market. And so, you know, it, I'm not sure, you know, what, what would happen if an iPad did take over or to run Mac OS? Um, what, which would cannibalize what? Well, if an iPad ran Mac OS, then is it, it's not an iPad anymore. It's a Mac, right? right? Because this, an iPad is just a screen uh, at that point. So, I mean, if you have a if you have a device that could run iOS and macOS, is that you no? Know, if that's where you're going, I, maybe they're kind of going with that with the new M1 Max, where you could start running iPad apps on the on the Mac. Yeah. So you know the the, the technology is there. Apple could make one device that runs both operating systems. It could make uh, one device that or they can make one operating system that merges them both together. So, you know, it depends on, you know, again, you know, it depends on what you want to do with it. But again, if you have an iPad that's running Mac OS and a keyboard and a trackpad, it's actually, it's, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the topics of the week. Um, and, uh, as soon as uh, as soon as um, the announcement was made, uh, the, uh, Apple went ahead and released all the release candidates for beta for this week, as we always talk about on our topics. Um, iOS 14.5 beta RC, which is release candidate, was released the, this week, and which means it's near its final version. And usually I give in, which I did, and I did install the release candidate on my iPhone and uh, and my iPad already. And... Yeah, and now see what you what I've been missing with the the the, the ability of being able to unlock my iPhone um, with uh, with my, with a mask on. So I'm I'm pretty pretty excited to have finally have that. I know you've been having you've had that for a while, Warren, and don't, don't have uh, anything else to say. But other than other than great things, it is it is pretty awesome that it just unlocks. I would have been mad. 
I would have been mad at myself for the last six months for not having it if I didn't do it. At this yeah, well, because it really, it's. I mean, at work, it's been a godsend because I'm always again, I'm always on my and phone. And mask on. Have to wear a mask. So I mean, for me, just being able to lock my phone every time, it's great. In fact, I think even our friend Brittany, uh, she doesn't normally go into. Uh, uh, the, with the beta and she she installed it because uh, of uh, her uh, wanting to be able to unlock it with her mask so um so i i see what everybody's been missing but i'm not one to really dive in it when it when it gets the release candidate and gm or gold master then i'm pretty comfortable to to, to pull the trigger on it but uh I was, you could just wait a week but yeah but usually i don't I, I, that's when i give in i mean i, <laughs> I just don't want to be on the beta cycle throughout the whole time you you i let you do that so you can tell us what <laughs> What your experiences were <laughs> well the last beta cycle it was long it was long so and, and after the second uh second beta that i didn't notice one difference yeah. in, in anything either reform or stability or or anything no, so or that's a good thing but well, this is and this is not unusual and they they did this on mac os today as well as uh the overlapping uh so the release candidate isn't is out it's not out to the public yet just yet it should be i they're saying a release next tuesday i would think but then ios 14.6 beta 1 has been released and was start as uh we've now are going to start testing on that right now i don't see any uh did you up did you upgrade the warren i'm assuming you did yes i did the iphone and the watch today. um one of the one of the, the changes I did so, so saw was interesting is I know you you usually had to get the uh, the new profile every time the new beta came out. You don't have to do that anymore from what I see uh, because it, it did give an option at the bottom there saying also available iOS 14.6. And I have a link in the show notes from, yeah. from 9 to 5 Mac showing that. Um, so I thought that was interesting that because usually uh, you need to update the profile every time they move to the next version of the beta. I wonder if this is uh, the first time there's three operate three releases of the operating systems. Yeah, there's two betas. There's two betas in, in the uh, production version of it. So. Yeah, so you got three. So, I don't. I don't. Well, I mean, well, there's two. There's literally two betas out for the same product, and I don't remember that happening before. No, I, I mean, there've been a lot of firsts here uh, with uh, with this, uh, and uh, it's been very interesting. To, just so to say the least, but nothing notable so far. No one's find anything different with F fourteen dot six, and then we've only had it for a few hours, so it's been so really hard to say what they've added just yet. And the watch about about thirty minutes. It just finished before I came here, so if it uh, if it's, if my wrist catches on fire, then it's new data. <laughs> That's right. So. Warren, be, sh- be sure to please let us know if they if if the watch can run macOS. Yeah, well, I want to. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a very <laughs> tiny, tiny version of Safari on there. Yes, I'll let you know. Right, right now, it looks pretty much exactly the same as before. So, now, although I had a bit of a challenge getting okay. uh, the Watch OS seven four on my watch, I had to. Uh, delete the profile and add it back again actually deleted it uh, uh after it already downloaded because it took seemed to took like almost forever to, to to install it on the watch so um i'm disappointed in myself i told myself i was gonna just stay on production for a while so i was looking for, like i just new beta today totally nah. like screwed me up <laughs> so i'm like you know i'm like okay so i'm gonna prepare dave hamilton did a uh, on his podcast last week said you know it's a good time to do a fresh install of everything and, you know, don't bring back things. And he said, especially on the M ones that 
sometimes they don't download um sometimes yeah, you're, been a challenge uh, you're you're not getting the uh the uh, the optimized version of the program if you're doing the restores so i was going to do all that and then they dropped these uh new betas on me i'm like yeah, well, that's, that's what we have yes yeah, so you can keep reporting us back and let you uh <laughs> go on live on the edge for um with the with the new version so um uh, so that's beta for this week uh ios 14.6 ipad os 14.6 so watch os uh, uh 7.5 and then tv os uh, is, is also i believe is released as well so all right so let's uh, jump right into the spring loaded apple event and it, boy it was really spring loaded there was a lot of product releases and there was a lot of um a lot of information squeezed in that one short hour uh, wouldn't you say chuck is uh we uh we really got a lot of information and all that in that little time yeah it it, it, it was an intense hour it really was i mean, I, I came i came away kind of tired and I, all we were doing was watching and commenting but it, it was fast, it was furious. And the great thing I thought was, I mean, for some of the, uh, I, I, with all due respect to all the announcements, with some of what I consider the second tier announcements, yeah. you had questions about them, but you didn't have have time to really contemplate them because they were on to the next thing and they you were. had to pay attention or you were gonna be lost. Yeah, they were. So. Um, so I've got a full list of show notes in here. We're not going to dive the deep step by step on every single thing, but we're going to come up with some high points here. Um, uh, briefly, I'll, I'll just mention the two things. Like like you said, they just skimmed over. Uh, the The first one was um, the Apple Card now supports Apple Card Family, where you now you can have your spouse uh, merged with your account and allows you to be able to uh, uh, share all, both credit lines, be on one account and not have to be uh, separate and still uh, and still help your credit. Uh, the credit limits will be merged and then your APR would be, you would get whichever of you had the lowest rate. And then, then they're also working with it as far as the family sharing plan. If you decide if, if you have kids and you want to be able to give uh, your kids allowance uh, to, to use a card, uh, you can do that and be able to add that as well. So I thought that was a, a cool thing that they did. So, um, and uh, uh, did you have any guys any comments about that at all? Not really. It's yeah. Just it's it's one more refinement to their to their the financial aspect of things. Yeah, another, another uh, as part of their 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 package of services. Um, and then uh, the next next thing was uh, podcasts. There's a new podcast subscriptions. Um, I've linked in show notes to the to the actual news release from from Apple. Uh, so starting in May, they're going to uh, allow um, listeners in more than 170 countries and regions sign up for premium subscriptions that include a variety of benefits curated by creators creators such as us. Uh, such as ad-free listening, additional content, uh, premium stuff. So, of course, an Apple's going to take 30% cut to start for the first year and then 15% after that. So, not sure where we'll be with our podcast, but I think this is going to be a pretty exciting uh, thing here. A lot, a lot of notes, people making uh, m uh, making suggestions of, of what they think this is going to do. Uh, you, Chuck, as being a podcaster much longer than I have, uh, what do you think of this? you think it's something that you might uh, be exploring? Have you looked at it yet? I have not looked at it in depth, David. I've, uh, that's going to be one of the things I do over the weekend yeah. because I want to understand this completely. Yeah, I haven't spent much time there. Uh, I mean, there, yeah. There's, I mean, there's so many questions, and, and and even the people I've talked to seem to be confused because some people think it's one thing, some people think it's another. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not opposed to it. I think you know, any anytime you can be associated with anything that Apple does is a good sure. thing. Um, 
you know, at the same time, you got to figure out, do you want to charge for your podcast? Um, how do you want to charge? Do you want to create a new show? Do you want to create bonus content? A lot of questions sure. here about who's managing what and how it's being delivered, what the impact is to the audience for, say, third-party podcatcher software. Yeah. Yeah. So, soft software, yeah. sorry. Um, so, yeah, just right now, I, I feel like I personally have more questions than answers. With you. And maybe by the end of the weekend, I'll have at least a few answers or maybe a lot more questions. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely cover that and get, get what we find in the, as, as the days and weeks progress here. It's not come not till next month. So, and Warren, as a consumer, would you, would you subscribe to a podcast that, that offers premium content? That I don't know, but if you guys start making money, I want in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, Smoking like a capitalist, yeah. Warren. Good job. I like it. So, um, all right. So those are just the brief announcements that were just kind of skimmed over. Um, let's uh, let's uh, start off. I'll, I'll just kill this one piece off. Is the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Mini now have a have purple as a color choice, and not the Pro 12, or the Pro Max uh, is uh, are going to have that color. So I don't think there's much else to say about that. If you like if you like a pretty purple, then then maybe that iPhone's for you. Um, no, 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 David. If if you've been reading the, the things this today, it's it's more of a lavender. It seems lavender. I, if I was looking at it closer, it's, you know, <laughs> it's like it's you know this was a big news weekend. You guys are focusing on yeah, this, hey. you know. But hey, I guess if if it's important to you, it's important. To you. Absolutely. It's it's not even lavender. It's going to be a made up apple color that you know they make up words for. Like tangi- tangerine jello is one of their new spring colors, I think. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they generally don't use just green or blue. It's, it's so, so let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. We'll we'll actually let's spend some time on AirTag. AirTag was of the big announcement of the day, I think, because it's a new product um, and uh, interesting device. Little disc, it's got the Apple logo on it, and gives you the option to be able to keep track of your stuff. You know, whether you want to keep track of your your keys, your backpack, or any other uh, uh, any other device, you can you can uh, put this in 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 the bag and be able to track where it's at. So. Um, Interesting concept, I thought, uh, with uh, what what it has to offer, um, including uh, being part of the Find My network, so um, you you can find your device very easily. It does utilize the U1 chip, which is in the iPhone 11, iPhone 12, for for smart precision find finding of of, of the product. You know, it was a kind of a neat uh, ad that they put in the in the uh, event. I thought uh, with the guy diving into the into the couch and looking for all kinds of stuff. And I did see an iPad nine, uh, uh, an iPod nano in there as he was uh, going through along with the cash, the cashews or the uh, pistachios and all the coins. <laughs> so it was, it was a cool ad, but uh, uh, I think it's got some, some, some uh, quite a bit of potential and it is actually going to go on sale uh, tomorrow as we, as we record this at 7am. So I'll probably be up and, putting my order in but uh chuck what was your first initial uh impressions of uh the air tags and is this going to be something you get i'm definitely going to get a set of four and and try them out um very positive you know it's like finally we don't have to listen to this as a rumor anymore because it's now two years Um, it was two years but (laughs) yeah um but as a as a device i mean yeah it, it, it looks good if it performs even half as well as uh, as some of the other things um 
you know, there's some, I've been using a competitor up to this yeah. point, but I'm going to definitely try the Apple thing. The, the point that I, I think needs to, I, I have made it a number of times. I'll make it here too. That what makes this so interesting and so superior to pretty much everything else is, is the network behind yeah. it. And that's the network of I, of iDevices out there. I mean, you, you, how do you go anywhere except maybe the top of Everest and not find a whole pack of iPhones? Yeah. And so as a result, that's going to give you a much better chance at finding or locating anything that's lost or misplaced, especially at a, at a distance of any kind. So that to me is one of the one of the key parts of mm-hmm. this. It's not just that Apple has made something that is similar to something somebody else makes, but they've they found a way to leverage one more way to leverage their the network that they have created. Absolutely. Warren, are you going to be buying some tomorrow? Well, I'm going to uh, pick up a four-pack. I'm going to get two of them engraved. And i um, not sure about the other two, but, yeah, I'm excited for them. They look they look pretty enough. Um, I'm going to put two on my dogs, one on each dog. Um, so I'm going to get a nice little uh, key holder. There was that article that came out today that said these are not for your pets or your children. Um, I don't know yeah, if you I saw did. that, but – uh, somebody said that. So, uh, she, you know, the the writer she says, uh, if you should really use an Apple Watch for your kid uh, instead. And then I thought she was kind of right. You you should put an Apple Watch on your dog too, but she didn't do that. Uh, she she basically said, you know, your your uh, uh, your dog don't put it on your dog because it still has to see the Apple network and blah blah blah. So it's liability, right? They, they don't yeah. want people to say, I can't find my kid or my pet because of, uh, I trusted this Apple tech to, to tell me where he is or she is. So I get that. Um, but, you know, for like Chuck said, you know, I have one dog that's not going anywhere. I'm just getting it because I like him, the tags. But the other one could run. She's a puppy. And, um, you know, I've tried a few things. I got, uh, one, uh, I got a Samsung GPS tracker. That kind of works, and I got a free year service uh, from something, but it's huge, and you know she doesn't like it, you know, so she wouldn't wear it. So uh, that's where the air tags are going. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing with the other two yet, but I'll figure it out. I think out. we'll figure out what to do with them. Yeah, the engraving is very an interesting thing, and I, I see how very easy it is to just put your initials on them or whatever you want to put. I think emojis are on there and some numbers or whatever you want to engrave onto them, and it's free, which is pretty, pretty, pretty amazing. Is Apple usually charges? We'll see tomorrow how. We'll see tomorrow how much it pushes its uh, shipping back. Yeah, because I could see them, you know, engraving uh, ships two weeks later. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I know, may get so two to. without, but the, if they sell them as four packs, they may not ship them separate. So, no, they, I doubt yeah. it. Yeah, or yeah. maybe I'll just not get anything on them and just if the next batch, I'll put put them on there. <laughs> Skip the engraving. I need it now. Yeah. See, I see these, these. I could actually wait another two weeks. I haven't engraved. I don't need. Yeah, them. oh yeah, that we've lived this this long. Uh, the tile was the other competitor we've been talking. That's been talked about to death. Uh, about you know they they think they're being Sherlock now and uh, that uh, Apple is uh, taking their business away and you know blah blah blah. So, but you know, whatever. That's the way it goes. It's, it's competition here. Unless you have a thought on that, John. I'm, I'm well. I'm intrigued by the two of you. Um, you know about the engraving. I, I guess I can see it as a way to the only well, what the only advantage I can see is that these things pretty much look all the same, right. obviously. So the engraving would help you if you did one, two, three, four, or something like that. Yeah, that would make perfect sense so that you knew which one was which. Um, beyond that, I, I don't know. I mean, this may shock you, but I'm not a millennial. 
And sometimes I wonder about some of this stuff. Is is that where it's aimed? And that's not that's not a that's not a slam at all. It's just I can't get excited over having a little robot or something engraved on, you know, my iPad, my my iPad, my AirTag or anything. Well, so I think engraving engraving is a generation before us too. I mean. I don't think the millennials are big on engraving at all. Uh, I I picture like you know things remembered and people going into oh the store and getting everything. That's engraved. going back a ways, um, <laughs> right? Exactly, and that's not our generation. You know, that's the you know the next one, uh, the one before us. But um, yeah, but as you said, this is I think it's just a cool little thing to add to the tag. I wouldn't go around engraving. Yeah, you, know, you could engrave your iPad right on the back of it. You could put something on it. I've never even thought about doing anything like oh, that. Yeah. Never. For many reasons. Never. Um, so, and, and one of you know, the biggest reasons because if you sell it, nobody's going to buy it if it has your name on the back of exactly. it or something else like that. Well, they might, but they might hate it. Um, yeah. Where an air tag, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm not selling that. Nah, uh, they're, they're disposable. No, but you you may want to consider whatever it is. I mean, whether it's a number or you know an emoji or whatever, just to be able to differentiate which one is which, um, yeah. for purposes of battery right. replacement or whatever. Right. I, I I replaced the, the robot AirTag, you know, last week, and I but I replaced number five two or four two weeks ago or yeah. Yeah, so. Th- th- there would be a benefit to that, and since. They would have to have some kind of identification. Why not give people an option? Um, so, yeah, but I'm with you, Warren. It'll be interesting to see if getting uh, an engraved one or embossed or whatever it is um, pushes the, the shipping back. Yeah, out. we'll try. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be up early morning, the 7 a.m. Uh, Central, 8, 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern, to 5 p.m. a.m. Oh. Pacific. Uh, it's They're going on sale tomorrow as we record this on the 23rd. So. Are we going to say... Are we going to say shipping, uh, shipping times are increasing as the hours go along? Does it see uh, supply good on these? Or I bet, I bet they are. Think? I bet there's a good supply of them. I, I can't imagine. I mean, they're small. They're small enough items that they're easy to manufacture. That they made a, you know, a whole ton of them. They know that people are going to be buying them like crazy. You'd think. Yeah. Even the, the the AirPods Pro uh, or the um, the headphones uh, that just came out. You wouldn't think they would sell out, but the, you know, the next day, like they were calm yeah, well, um, they until probably, like three weeks out. Probably didn't make enough when that was a problem. Uh, so, yep. um, just to wrap up with the uh, air tags, uh, you know, you got you, you can buy the extra keychains, and Apple is just you know charging quite a premium for it. And some of them, I, I know there's a Belkin one that's around twelve or thirteen dollars, but all the Apple ones, the basic ones, are uh, what thirty, forty dollars, which is a little steep. You know, it adds double the price of the of the of the, of the air tag. Then, of course, there's the dreaded Hermes. Yeah, spending three hundred, four hundred and fifty dollars for a for a luggage tag that uh, that you want to put on your on your on your luggage right then just because you could say you have a hermes uh well uh, uh air tag the ring um so crazy stuff with that um battery is replaceable they, they're saying it's one year of battery life it does use the wafer size so this the, the 2032 battery would very common very easy looks like easy very easy to replace and uh yeah the Check it out. I think it's good. And Siri's going to be working with it as well. Precision finding is going to be great. Find my network. So all that we talked about, uh, it's going to be good stuff here. So do you guys have anything else uh, that you want to talk about about the AirTag before we move on? 
All right, let's uh, let's move on to the iPad Pro. Um, I know Warren and I have been itching to replace our iPads. Uh, we've had them since 2018, and we held held off when the 2020 model was because there's zero zero reason to to actually update it. But uh, there could be some of a compelling reason of it. Uh, I know I got excited. If you go back, listen to episode 146 of uh, the, of the show, and uh, my my excitement when I saw that. Uh, uh, Tim Cook was in disguise, uh, as we found out after the fact, when he was pulling out the chip from a, a, a Mac and uh, an M1 chip from the Mac and transplanting it into a uh, iPad Pro as they close it, and then Tim Cook took his mask off. <laughs> so, um, so that's that was probably the most interesting of the announcement is the fact that they've now gone to the same exact chip, the M1, uh, that's in a Mac a Mini and a Mac. But, Pro and a MacBook Air. Uh, let's talk about the processing a little bit. What, what uh, Chuck? What do you think? Do you think that was? A, I think that was a pretty good move. I think it is as far as moving over to that processor. I think it's definitely a good move um, for lots of reasons. I mean, I I can see from a from a manufacturing and supply standpoint. You know, they only have to make M1s now. They don't have to right. worry about any of the A series chips. So that that's good. You get the added benefit of the horsepower. Um, so, so this makes, I mean, to me, this, this means that what, forget the Mac OS thing for a minute, but just, they're going to be, there's going to be very little reason that a developer can't do just about anything they want with this M1 chip in an iPad. So there's going to be no more questions of, of horsepower or anything like that for quite some time to come. So I, I think that that makes it just flat out exciting right there. And for those people who really are trying to replace their laptops with an iPad, they're going to have access to a whole lot more power than they've ever had before. So I, I, I think it's a great move. I don't, I'm not enough of an engineer to know about heat issues and power consumption issues, but from what we've seen with the MacBook Airs that have the M1 chip, and I mean, every user and me included, they just go and they go and they go and they go. And, you know, you're kind of surprised when you have to recharge it because the battery life is so good. So on an iPad, I would think this would make even the battery life even more amazing. I would think on how you use it. I mean, with my experience having the Mac mini M1, which of course I don't have a battery for that one, uh, but, uh, it's quiet, and and that that really tells you that the M1 can handle be handled in a device that doesn't need fans. Um, uh, albeit we aren't talking about the iMacs today, but the, the iMacs do have small little fans that were set at ten decibel, which you barely could hear that. But uh, there was obviously a reason because of because of the screen and all the other components that are in uh, in an iMac, iMac. But yeah, I think if you if you compare it to the to, to any of the, the Mac the MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, and the uh, uh, Mac Mini. No fans are needed. So, and there's never been a fan in an iPad before. So they, they obviously know that that chip is going to work fine um, in an iPad. Um, Warren, uh, what's your thoughts on the processing uh, of this uh, of this new iPad? Is this, is this going to be compelling enough for you, for you to upgrade? I mean, for for what I use my iPad for, uh, the performance on my 2018 seems incredible. Still, uh, I don't notice any lag with anything. Yeah. But with the um, you know with the demos they did they you know they did the demo the guy playing the uh, piano and the music transcribing right on spot which was really right. cool. Uh, they also put the iPad on a tennis court and it could tell you if the ball's in and out. So I, I'm assuming they're going to hopefully come out with things that are more right. real time 
like that. And if, if that, you know, if, if we could do cool things, you know, like the other one can't do as far as like real time captures and real time, uh, you know, activities and yeah, you know, it might be worth it. I, I guess my answer is with the existing software and apps that are out there now, I don't see any reason to go to the M1. Um, I would hope to go to M1 for what they can possibly end up doing with it. Yeah. Um, well, a couple of things now is as far as this, the, the the same sizes, and I'm kind of pleased with the fact that the uh, the 11 and the 12.9 are exact same dimensions. So you know, all the cases we have, the Magic Keyboard is fully compatible that we both own. Uh, so you could you can get that. In fact, I had another case I looked at uh, uh, that was the floating case I got uh, the float. Um, from Kickstarter, that that is that that was compatible to the new one. So, so I've got two good cases uh, and the fledging that I have too. I looked at, the, I just made sure that then they 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 backwards compatible that compatible that one too. So, so you got some good case if you have cases already and you're in the, with with that size, then you're in good shape. Really, the the, the compelling reason to move up to the twelve point nine is the the XDR, the the the, the liquid retina display. Now. It was incredible. I mean, just just to seeing the color and, and and the size of that twelve point nine was just pretty amazing. But I just don't think it's in my wheelhouse is something that I would want. Um, I, I really like the eleven for having it as a supplemental device um, and being able to you know travel with it and not necessarily want to bring my Mac with me because uh, I have a MacBook Pro. So, um, uh, Chuck, what do you think as far as the screen goes? Was that would be something compelling to you to to, to move to a to a twelve point nine iPad? It will be a nice benefit, but I would I'll be moving to the twelve uh, the the twelve inch iPad regardless. Okay. Um, I mean, it's so you know, it, it is is it one of the factors that drives me there, not from the eleven, but to upgrade absolutely, okay. um, because I've, I'm rocking an, an iPad Pro that is I think from 2015. Yeah, so, um, just so you know, so I've been really waiting for a significant upgrade, and this. Not just the M1 chip, but the screen. Everything about this iPad just is screaming at me that this is this is the one that I've been kind of waiting for. Um, and so, yeah, I it'll be a very nice benefit. And you're right, you know, the, the only trouble with the colors and all that they can do anything with video or saturate a photo. I'm anxious to see it in in person. But that said, um, having seen the XDR displays, oh. You know, I'm I'm anxious to see just how yeah, this thing it might be really something be. I made to go look at and see. You know, is it compelling enough? But I've I've just been happy enough with the eleven. I, I just I don't know. I I had a twelve point nine. I have an old twelve point nine here, a lightning one, first gen. Yeah, I look at it, it's like God, yeah, that is a nice size screen. But I don't know. The, the eleven has just always been a good daily driver for me uh, for what I use it for. So, um, let's see. You you just hit the key phrase. You know what you use it for. That's right. that's the big question. If you consume a lot on it. Um, it's going to be that it would almost seem like a no-brainer um, because it's just going to be that much better uh, that better screen. Right. If you need the extra real estate, then it's a no-brainer. If you're somewhere in between with that, then you know. So I, there are no wrong answers right. here. It really is a matter of sitting down and saying, "What am I using it for? How am I using it? And you know, what's the cost benefit on the additional money?" Right. Same with you, Warren. You're, I mean, you're 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 11 inch uh, iPad Pro. When uh, if you've uh, would, it be, would you be compelled to, to go to the 12 12.9? Oh, 
I've been arguing arguing with myself for the last uh, few days. It has to be interesting to see. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, like I got the 2018 11-inch like you. Right. I like the 11-inch, but, you know, sometimes I wish it was bigger. Um, I, li- I, li- I like to use, uh, now that I sold my 16-inch MacBook, I think it would be a good idea to have a bigger iPad to use as a sidecar. Uh, if I need to uh, to do that, I've tried it with the 11 inch. It's too small. Um, also, so I, a I don't know if I really need a new iPad. To, and if I was going to the 11 inch to the 11 inch, I don't know if I could convince myself that I would need to do that. I'm considering going to the 12.9 inch, but that means you know having to sell all the accessories that I have for the 11 inch, including the magic keyboard. So, I mean, I could trade you and I both got a quote from Apple for like $445 for uh, 11 inch, something like that, because we we have the same uh, 256 Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi model. So, um, which is a pretty good, I mean, so if you put 440 towards an 11 inch, you know, you're paying what a couple hundred yeah. bucks, like three or four hundred bucks. Sting as much. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's tempting. So, you know, I'm gonna gonna see. I might want to get a, a look at them. Yeah, one of the first times in history where I might want to get a look <laughs> at the, the store before and I actually hit the F- buy F- button uh, the, uh, the day it comes to available. Yeah, so, um, I may want to do that and look at it first. And uh, you know, if the value goes down on the trade in after a few weeks, yeah. it is what it is. So the rest of the stuff they've added, I'll be I just kind of whizzed through it. The lidar is still there. The same cameras. It's the camera quality is really good. One thing with the camera they did add is that feature called center stage, which I found to be kind of intriguing. Is whereas so as you move the camera moves to you moves with you in center stage and and gives you a a, a, a center a, a center place of of where the camera is looking at you. So I thought that was a, a interesting. I know took you and I both talked about it on on the other shows. Uh, I thought that was a, a pretty cool a cool feature they added. Yeah, it's. I mean, and I again, I think maybe we're seeing the the power of the M1 at work. I'm not sure that could have been accomplished with some of the earlier ships. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're we, we always come back to certain themes, and this is one of those that app, if Apple makes the whole widget, they can do things that they just couldn't do otherwise. And I don't know if this is something they could do otherwise, but now they're doing it with this, so it leads me to believe no that they couldn't. Um, so they've, they've given you that ultra wide lens and now center stage will keep you in the frame as opposed to having to buy some other little device that tries to follow you around the room. Right. Obviously it, it, this can't, you know, rotate the iPad, but it, it definitely helps for someone that is doing a presentation, um, or, or whatever to keep them in frame. So yeah, I, I I'm anxious to play with it and see just how useful it is. It looks to me to be very useful okay. in certain circumstances. Sure. I want to see how I'd like to see how it works too. Um, so uh, other features, uh, Thunderbolt was a big th- thing. They they made a big a big uh, thing about, and I think that's pretty big. Uh, Thunderbolt support. Um, I know OWC had sent out a press release talking about uh, their their products. You know they've got the OWC the external drives and the and, and the hub which we have or I have uh, that's going to take advantage of those very fast Thunderbolt speeds, especially those those drives with the with the uh, and. and and uh, the NVM uh, drives that you know, put it at fourteen, you know, hundred uh, 
megabit bytes in a, in a second and uh, very fast. So that's going to really give you some improvements with that. Uh, so you're probably going to see it. And then, of course, driving dis uh, displays, 4K displays, it's going to be a lot more efficient if you want to with this. Uh, battery life is going to be improved because of the M1. The M1's got uh, you know really good good uh, helps with the battery life. Uh, the storage is going to be interesting because you go from 128, 256, and 512, and those are going to they're, they're they're packaging that with eight gigabytes of RAM. If you go to the one terabyte or the two terabyte model, you're going to be at 16 gigs of RAM. That's the most I've ever seen an iPad ever since the iPad has come out. So, but you're going to pay a premium for those 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 larger um, uh, the the storage, the one and two terabytes. Uh, I think that the, the twelve point nine inch is going to max out about twenty four hundred dollars for a for an iPad Pro. That's 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 a big chunk of change to put down. So, um, Warren, what do you think of these technologies with the the, the Thunderbolt and uh, and this memory that they've uh, that they've added? Yeah, they've always been quiet with the memory. So, I mean, and they were pretty open this time. This is uh, the first. They were pretty open with what it was for whatever reason. I think what they're really pushing with that is basically saying listen this is the same kind of junk we put in the uh the the new macbook and the new macbook uh, uh yeah. mini. you know so people know like you know this is hey this is a computer chip right now this is now we're talking this ipad is now has a computer chip in it is what they're thinking what yeah. they think that think. way um but they um you know as far as uh the you know, the storage goes um I know you guys were saying uh, during your pre-show that you thought it was going to start at 64 um, at the price that it was coming out with. And, they, you know, they gave you 128 as a base, which is good. Jeez. And you and I have talked about reason. Yeah, you and I have talked about what our sweet spot is and we're pretty much at 256. But, you know, sometimes I wonder if I could get away with 128, um, you know, just kind of not download me on my photos onto it or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean... The specs, yeah, it's, it's going to be fast, and I don't know what the memory is going to mean for an iPad. Um, I don't know how that matters because technically you can't really multitask, and it supposedly freezes one application when you swap them out. Yep. So, what that memory is going to do, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll wrap up with uh, with uh, uh, the Magic Keyboard. The, they had the the, sp the the space gray, the gray color, and uh, there's a white colored magic keyboard um 5g is going to be available yeah. they did add more money to the cost of uh, adding cellular i think it's now up to 200 dollars. so that adds to a premium if you want to have a, uh, a cellular version which will be 5g and i just uh, let me just stop you real fast with that too because i just want to add to that five uh, that costs thing there's a thing there's t-mobile at&t and right. verizon are offering up 200 dollars when you activate it and i looked at this today uh for t-mobile you have to buy yeah it's it's not a subscription space you go to twenty five dollar plan right. so you're actually getting the two hundred dollars back pretty quickly and you know from it so it's not a bad deal if you want to think about doing that or you know uh getting free cellular for a couple of months you know eight months yeah. i'm fine with because i always have my iphone with me just use my hotspot that's why i, I don't ever buy the uh um, the cellular version me too but i mean if if it's almost free at that point you might as well yeah Kind of Chuck, you, you buy the Wi-Fi version too? I buy the Wi-Fi version, and I, I I guess I hear you, Warren, as far as getting the money back if you had the need for a cellular iPad. Right. But if you really don't have that need, then I'm with David. You know, the, the hotspot is is almost as good. Oh, I'm and never – yeah, I, I don't say I need it. Save, I'm just saying yeah, I would get it, get right. it if it's 
almost if they're giving you two hundred dollars to get it, you know. But you're still having to give that two hundred dollars back to them in the subscription. Right. That's, that, that's my point. So you know, right. it still ends up costing you more money. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you have the need, you know, then that's it. And if 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 you're, I mean, this is a machine you're going to hold on to for a yeah. while. If you're going to spend this kind of money, so mm-hmm. you know, it may be one of those things that help. Maybe in two, in a year and a half or two years, if if five G is uh, is much more widely available, maybe I have to eat my words mm-hmm. that you know I should have gone with it. But up to this point, I have not been unhappy with just tethering to my. To my phone. And I think there's the, the different yeah. 5G bands. I, I I did not get a chance to read the article. It came across uh, our friend Andrew Orr and Mac Observer just just wrote that article about the the different uh, 5G's the uh, systems that are available out there. Um, so we could we'll, we'll bring that up on the next week's show. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there's going to be a difference in the 5G. So, but anyway, let's wrap up with the iPad here. Um, I'll just finish off uh, new speakers, four speakers that are in there. Sounds going to be amazing. It's got four microphones. So if you ever use it for recording and 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 having, if you have a, a Zoom call on, the, the microphones are going to be really good. And then it's still supporting the Apple Pencil 2, so the two, the, the second gen pencil. So I think we're in really good shape here. So uh, anything else, you guys? The rumors are off. Yeah, the rumors are off. Right. Um, so. On the pencil. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They were talking about a pencil three. Apparently that isn't happening. So, but uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, we can wrap up the show here and this this uh, bring us to the to the end here with uh, the Apple TV Plus. Apple TV. I was I was shocked. I was kind of shocked. I didn't expect Apple has been had not touched this Apple TV for what almost four years. Um, so they really hadn't done any upgrades on it. So yeah, the Apple. TV 4K and then they have the HD, um, but uh, the biggest thing was and and we've talked to beat this thing to death is this the complaint about the the remote the Siri remote I mean it's just it was a horrible remote so I I looked we we we've seen the remote and it looks neat I, I think uh, I think it's something that that's gonna uh, make people happier and it's got the power button at the top now you can turn your TV on and off no, no more touchpad it's 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 the ring it's similar to an iPod you know the old iPod you know going at the first gen iPod. Uh, it seems like it's designed like that uh, with it as well. And then they upgraded it with the A12 Bionic processor, so that's going to make some differences in, in performance. Uh, but you know what? I've got the old, the older 4K, and it doesn't seem too slow to me. I think it's got a pretty good interface. Um, uh, Chuck, are, are you? Is this you have? You have Apple TVs? You uh, and uh, is this something you would look at uh, upgrading? I, at some point, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be uh, the first thing I upgrade. Because I'm going to be spending too much money on the iPad, but yeah. um, you know, eventually I think so, uh, especially for the, the the main TV in the living room, which is a 4K TV. Um, you know, if you don't have a 4K TV, I I kind of don't see the point in doing the right. upgrade, um, at least for now, unless you just have that white hot burning hatred of the remote, which I don't. Um, so you know, and and you can buy right. the remote separately. Fifty nine, fifty nine so, bucks for yes. just the remote. Yeah, so you can save yourself some money there. Um, once again, this is one of those things that you know. What else? What what else will happen down the road that will require this Apple TV? But when that happens, then maybe I'll upgrade, or if you see a special on it or whatever. You know, I I'd, I'd say this is one of those that yeah, I will do at some point. Um, I just don't feel the need to be right out of the box with that one. Yeah. And um, Warren, is this something you're, you're not a big Apple TV uh, device? You don't use, or do you use them in your house? I use it, but I, I you know, not that often. Um, 
I still have the the HD version yeah. of uh, I, I didn't get the 4K one, and I don't regret that either. I mean, I, I like it, but I just use it for uh, Apple TV and Netflix, and I found that I could do that on my TV just as fast yeah. uh, with the smart TV. So, um, you know, I'm with Chuck. You know, if they come up with something that you know takes uh, good use of it and uh, makes it you know more fun, I would definitely get one. I have a 4K TV for that but um you know I, I would love to set up like you know the apple tv and the home pause and get the whole nice theater going but you know at the end of the day you're just lazy you just turn on the tv and you know you don't want to go through all that so um so the, to answer your question no i'm not jumping on that right now yeah. well uh there, there are some compelling additions to the new uh 4k uh Apple TV it is a high frame rate HDR, so if you have 4K, obviously that's going to make a difference. It's now got Wi-Fi 6, because I don't think uh, the old versions had Wi-Fi 6. Um, it it did, now is incorporating the smart home hub, so you it, 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 the Apple TV can become a hub for your for your, for your smart home for the home kit. Um, so that could be something compelling uh, that you might want to look at. Um, the AirPlay now has Dolby Atmos, so sound will be even more vastly improved. Um, one thing that was interesting I saw was the was the uh, the color the the color picker with using your iPhone. Um, I li- I like to hear more about that because they really they did, they didn't really touch upon that too much. I showed a little bit about it during the, during the uh, event today. Um, I don't Chuck if you saw anything with the color balance. I'm sorry, it's called the color balance with iPhone doing the color balancing with your TV. Um, I'm I'm pretty interested in seeing. That. I don't know what you what your thoughts are on that as far as what what that's going to do. I uh, you know same thing, David. I'm actually to see what it what the result is. Uh, you know, I mean, because I've been through you know balancing audio speakers, and sometimes it does make a huge difference. Other times it makes no discernible difference. Um, you know, they, if, if you're a, a video geek, then you, you go through, you know, when, once you buy a new TV, you go through all the settings and all these machinations to make sure that you've got the color balanced. And sometimes at the end of the day, you just can't see the difference. So the fact that, first of all, this may or may not make a difference, but from what we saw, it looks like it'll be very easy to just say, okay, I'm going to do it and see. And if I, if I don't see a big difference, then I haven't wasted, you know, two or three hours. Um, and if it does make a, an appreciable difference, then even better. So I, I, once again, Apple is leveraging one piece of their hard, their hardware to improve or at least facilitate another. Um, and, you know, they, they have, they have chosen not to make their own television device. But it sounds like now they've found a way maybe to improve everybody else's for the Apple TV experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, they've already added this as part of t- tvOS. Um, I'm glad to see that you can actually set up, if you have multiple folks in your family, you can have your own profile so you don't have to, you know, be using everybody's profile. It's like, oh, why did you watch that? I would never watch that. And so now you can keep your, you can keep your profile separate, which is, uh, which is a good thing. Um, and, um, other thing was interesting. It actually got announced today, uh, was, uh, Apple, um, Apple Care. Now has Apple Care Plus available for the first time on the, 
Apple TV. I mean, I wouldn't buy Apple Care for in a million. As Why? I said, I would buy Apple would? Apple Care Plus for for. <laughs> I would buy. I mean, Apple Care on an Apple TV. It's just what it's just, it's pointless. I mean, thirty dollars. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's gonna. You know, they they want to give you the extra insurance. I guess. But what what is someone gonna drop the Apple TV? I mean, <laughs> I mean, just. I don't know. They did it for the HomePod too, which I didn't understand too much. Uh, um, you know what though? I, I I can't speak for you guys, but. Because I, I don't have kids or animals running around the house, but a lot of people do. And some of the horror stories I hear from yeah. my friends with kids of all ages and animals, too, about the things that they will chew up and, you know, and destroy. And so I'm not sure exactly how that fits into Apple Care, but it, it would be an interesting thing to say, OK, hey, my my air, my Apple TV got destroyed, but I've got Apple Care, so I get a new one. Yeah, because you get. Does it cover accidental it does. damage? That is, that's why this is the first time for Apple, Apple Care Plus. So yeah, so plus two, okay. two uh, you get uh, three extra years of protection, and then you have two additional incidences of accidental damage. Yeah, I, mean, I could see it falling off of a shelf, or you know, like you said, an animal might hit it. Or, uh, but uh, I, I, I think this is going to be something that uh, you know, maybe somebody would think of. I mean, it's twenty nine dollars, so. I mean, you buy a new one; it's one hundred and you know seventy nine or one hundred and ninety nine. So, um, I, I, I just don't know if how, how like 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 you. You're, you're, I kind of with you with Warren. It's just, it just those things are they're they're like bricks. I mean, there's Apple TV like the first generations that are still running. They, right. I mean, they're pretty solid. You have to really, so, you'd have to really but, fling yeah. it. <laughs> you would you would need a bad kid or a bad animal to really do a good, good job. Um, on it. But if you think I about just, it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, the HomePod I get more because he has the animal control on the cables and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's just, it's it's sitting on a, just um, just talking about the Apple TV yeah. in general. It's just sitting under a cable box somewhere. It's not going anywhere, but that's just me. So, what? well, I, and it doesn't cost, look at it this way. First of all, you don't have to buy it. And second, it doesn't really cost Apple much of anything to offer oh, no. it. Oh, yeah. If you are if you are one of those who has concerns that you know something might happen to your Apple TV, so yeah, you know it's, it's no, like, don't it's get me wrong. Like I I got Apple uh, Care Plus on a lot of my yeah. stuff. It's just you know some things I just don't. So uh, just kind of wrap up the Apple TV here. They're also still selling, believe it or not, the Apple TV HD for one hundred and forty nine dollars, which will now include the. Uh, the new the new Siri remote, which is uh, which I guess it's compelling enough that if you don't have if you have an old one, you might or if you have a really old one, especially if you have a Series Three that's that's obsolete, that might be something you might want to look at if you don't have 4K. Um, and then the two 4K models is uh, 179 for the 32 gig and 199 for the uh, 64 gig. And then um, again, like we mentioned, you can buy the Siri remote separately for the first time. Well, not for the first time; they've been selling it for a while. But not anybody would want to want to buy that old remote. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I wonder how many they're kind of left yeah, in the house of uh, old Siri remotes. Get on, get on Facebook and look for somebody who's got who's uh, surplusing them. Um, so a right. uh, couple other things with the Apple T- Apple TV Plus. Um, I'm pretty excited to see Ted Lasso is going to be coming out uh, on July 23rd. I watched the, the trailer and just. It's just so feel good every time you watch it. I went and watched it again, and uh, I can't wait for that show to come out. And Apple TV Plus content is just continues to evolve, and I see a lot of uh, great uh, great shows you know coming. So I think uh, 
this is going to be a good device to be able to consume all that. I mean, of course, you can watch it pretty much anywhere as it is anyway. So, um, I think it's a, it's, 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 it's a, it's a pretty good stuff. So, but, uh, yeah, I think we, we covered the, pretty much everything there was to know about the event and we got it within an hour here. So, uh, I, I, unless you guys had anything else, we're going to go ahead and, uh, uh, wrap things up for this week. Um, that's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments and questions or suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS, or you can uh, also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Chuck, thanks as always for coming on the show we always love having you on and uh, tell everybody where they can find you hey i always always appreciate it. it's always fun to talk to you guys um you can find what i do over at macvoices.com uh we talk to lots of interesting people on tuesday nights we do mac voices live and david and warren have been known to stop by on more than one <laughs> yeah. occasion um and so th- there it's a it's a panel discussion of whatever the topic of the week is which usually lasts for about the first three minutes and then the panel takes over and runs two hours it. later <laughs> yeah I, I completely lose control but it's a lot oh, of fun we have a blast. um and um yeah, and of course, uh, on the socials, I'm at Chuck Joyner. Great. Thanks for having oh, me, Dave. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Warren, uh, what's been going on at uh, Mac to the Future Facebook group? Anything exciting? No, you know, you know, I always use this time to uh, thank uh, the guests and uh, thank you, Chuck. Uh, it's good seeing you. Um, sorry I missed uh, the other day. Um, uh, I wanted to join because I know you guys were talking about the, uh, the, the new stuff, but I'm sure it was good. And you guys have a busy week. Oh, yeah. This will yeah. be, I think I we just, have number six tomorrow. So <laughs> I just can't, I'm just in awe of how much time you guys are doing on this. Well, but this was, this was a busy week. Yeah. I think it'll start, it'll, it was a busy it'll settle week. down a little yes. bit and somewhat normal because uh, whenever. Well, three more, three more months till uh, WWDC. The, the, so. the next, the That's next the, event. Yeah. So. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and uh, programming note, uh, we uh, warn you, of course, you're going to be, uh, uh, well, of course, no one knows, knows, knows this, but you're going to be on vacation next week. So uh, I've got uh, some two new gu- two guests uh, slotted in for come uh, on the show. It'll be Miss Brittany Smith and uh, Jeff Gamut. We'll both be here. So we'll uh, have a lot of fun on the next show. So with that, yes. What? Brittany and yeah. Jeff? No, you're a brave, I, you're a brave man, David Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I brought him on because yeah, Warren was and Warren's gonna be gone, so I might not have some uh, some more fun here. So I will. Uh, it'll it'll definitely be an interesting. Uh, It'll be an after this week, so but that's okay. I think it'll be entertaining enough that people will you'll, you'll definitely have want to come back here next week and 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 tune in. So, uh, well, thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we, we we enjoy giving it uh, providing it to you. And uh, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.